Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And welcome to episode 111. Oh my God. When are you going to stop putting a five second pause between those I words? Know. I just, I, I, I panic. We were playing a little bit of Where's Eric today. We think he's in Mexico. We don't really know. No, we got no idea. Are you guys going down to Mexico in October? He's invited us when, when he goes or no? No. I think that was a private invite to you because I didn't get that invite. Oh, maybe you weren't here on the recording that week. Oh, I won't be I here next week, by the way. After he left. Where will you be next week, Luke? Don't worry about it. I got plans. On Tuesday? When Ty, we do Wednesdays. I know. We can do Tuesday like we did last week. I don't have plans on Tuesday, but what if the Leafs are still in the playoffs? God. <laughs> so, And that's how we'll start this week's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com. And follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Martin, as a fan with no vesting interest, how are you enjoying the playoffs? I mean, I'm in a playoff pool like with players and stuff, and I have six Tampa players. So <laughs> I've got a pretty big vested interest in Tampa. Uh, oh, no. Um, Tampa Bay literally just stopped playing hockey last night. <laughs> like, what the fuck yeah. were they doing? It really hasn't been a good series i don't think it, i don't think any series has been really good except for like pittsburgh and and new york rangers because and pittsburgh's looking good to yeah. close that out tonight yeah. like a lot of, there's been so many blowouts the atlantic division has been full of blowouts one way or the other mm-hmm. there's been one ot game in florida washington washington really should be up 3-1 they choked on an empty netter on and then lost an ot yeah anyway there's I'm a whole shocked. bunch of blowouts. We'll go through each series one by one. I guess the first one we can go with is the the sweep of Nashville. I didn't write them down. I don't think I wrote them down what, what we said last week. I but... think I said yeah, I think you said them in six. I and Soros was out like how we all predict like how I said he was gonna be out. Riddick yeah. got lit up for five goals in his first period. He played and then never saw another minute after that. Yeah. It went about had... as expected. I had Nashville and or sorry, I had Colorado in five. I thought I thought Nashville would at least sneak one, but they had no goalie. Yeah, so like, I if think they had Soros, they could have won. You think a game? One game? Yeah, yeah, they they got to overtime one time with Ingram in net. So yeah. the other part is that they they got swept even when Kemper got injured. Kemper got a yeah. stick to the eye. Didn't play the last two games. Yeah, so I guess that that series went how we all kind of thought it would. Everything else is still. I think potentially in the playoff bracket, we, we could win or lose. Um, St. Louis, Minnesota. St. Louis is up 3-2, I believe, now. Um, I haven't watched a game of that series, but I've been following along. It's uh, um, It's been pretty even, I think, like how we all thought it was going to be. Kaprizov uh, has had an insane playoffs. He has, I think he's at eight goals right now in, in his five games. Is he? Really? Yeah. Double check those. Yeah, he he has eight goals or seven goals, maybe seven or eight. Wow, 
I have not been playing paying enough attention to Vladi Tarasenko had a hat. That's a tough that's a tough series to follow. Yeah. It's, I, it's later and it's also at the same time like as other games. Like I'll be watching like that night I'll be watching Toronto Tampa and then I'll go into Edmonton LA if I don't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm normally asleep after like the Leafs game, so I can never yeah. watch. I, I think that Flurry like so so it started out as a goaltending matchup being Billy Huso and Flurry, and then St. Louis lost, I think, six one and they played Bennington since then and they've won the three of the games. games. Yeah, I think Flurry hasn't been great. Kusov has uh, seven goals. Thank you. Yeah. Which you is know crazy. The, the goalie with the best GAA in the playoffs is Eric Schalgren. Just want to uh, greatly just want to throw that out there. <laughs> so that series has been pretty even. I think I think St. Louis is going to win, especially if they don't play Talbot. <laughs> yeah, I still I'm 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 happy I picked St. Louis. I, I'm still pretty confident that I think they'll pull it up, man. So many good series that should be like a second round series. But yeah. they're not because they, uh, this, is, this is this is that just means the second round's going to be good. Well, this is I besides mean, the point, but yeah, Minnesota's head coach looks like Creed Bratton. Oh, yeah, he looks, I mean, he's got those insane eyes too. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like he, he looks crazy, like Dean also Evanson the, or whatever his name is, yeah, Dean, Dean Evison. Evison, yeah. Um, we're recording on a Wednesday and it will come out on a Friday, so this will be well known, but. It's looking like Pittsburgh's going to win. They just scored again. What's That's score crazy. Right this is Two Pittsburgh. Nothing. This is Pittsburgh up three one in the series where they lost. Tristan Jari's their starting goalie didn't play a minute. Casey DeSmith got injured in overtime, and they have the third string Louis Domingue in net, yep. outplaying the MVP Vesna candidate. Yep. Yep. Well, the Vesna candidate kind of just looks like. Uh, he, he's not built for the playoffs or something. <laughs> he's not like, he has not looked good in, no. these, in these couple. No, la- he's being pulled the last two games, not looking good in this game. <laughs> like yikes. That's yeah. That's yikes. He's got to, he's got to get a head back on his shoulders. Okay. Well, we're not also, talking about that series right now, Martin. We're going to go in order. Okay. 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 Fine, fine, fine. Calgary, Dallas. Closer I'd than people never, have been expecting. Yeah, I would would never figure Dallas to get two wins, let alone almost three. I think. I don't um, know. After last game, though, I can see Calgary just running away with this shit. They like, had like fifty-five like, shots that game. Yeah, just being like, "Fuck this!" Like Ottinger, we figured you out. Like bye bye, because Ottinger is literally the only reason it wasn't a sweep, in my opinion. It's tied two two, Martin. <laughs> Yeah, but Andrew's stolen two I games, know, I in know. my opinion. He made one of the most insane saves on Tyler Toffoli I've ever seen. But that was in the game they lost. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wasn't it? But it, it, he only let in two goals on those 54 <laughs> shots. I think there yes. were two empty netters, right? Yes, yes. So, yes. I mean, come on. The guy can't do everything out there. You're right. It's, Dallas is not a very good team. But you know who's good also? This is besides the point. Every single time I watch Dallas, Miro Heiskanen is always great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and this is also, I, I mentioned this in the chat, but like the, I've seen so many times on like TSN and even on the broadcast for the game, they're like, oh, John Klinberg is leading the, the, the playoffs and penalty minutes with like 30 and whatever is four games. And it's, and they're like, this is some big tough guy goon. And really he's just gotten beaten up in like four fights. That's the reason why he has so many penalty minutes. It's like, and he was okay. like chirping yeah. Anderson or yeah, something. He's like, like chirping even, everybody, I, getting in fights and just getting absolutely beaten up. <laughs> I didn't really get it, like what was happening there, but yeah, that was weird. And he took something like personally in the first game, wasn't it? Yeah, something about Anderson and him. I didn't. Yeah, still don't get it. Still don't yeah. understand. I, I am genuinely shocked here. that 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 that. That series is that close again i haven't tuned into any games i wish i could watch more games but honestly after the leafs game i just get so sh- like i'm so tired i can barely stay up for the leafs game because they start at 7 30 yeah the calgary games all start at 10 yeah it's, it's, it's rough <laughs> okay the next series is edmonton la this i'm gonna la i said was gonna win yeah in six and i think i'm gonna be right about that it's the next the next games in in la nurse out for it too should have been out the whole series. They should have given the Nazem Kadri effect yeah, until they should the end have. of the series. That was I, they a should weird do that whatever. more. They should that do that a, more yeah. in the playoffs, especially. Is 
if it's like that was just ridiculous a headbutt come on man i get that there was no injury from it but like just like the fact that he did whatever the fuck he did deserves <laughs> he looked like a bull or something yeah. like that man like and and have you did you watch the highlights at least of that game mike smith yeah. was, yeah, was brutal yes mike smith yeah. was not duncan keith good. was brutal mcdavid had to carry everyone on his back McDavid and, and was afterwards good. yeah afterwards that uh four goals should be enough to score i guess not or four goals should be enough to win i guess not well again mcdavid you chose this team yeah you chose this general manager i mean um they did try to get a goalie i guess in the offseason just were shut out like they none of their offers worked and stuff yeah so they went with mike no they signed mike smith pre-free agency yeah i'm pretty sure they did yeah but they like i'm pretty sure they would have tried to get rid of what's his face uh koskinen koskinen if they had to sign somebody else. It's silly. And it's Smith silly. would have been back up. Well, you live, got to live with it. Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I just think it's interesting. I think LA, I don't know. Has, have, have the uh, Jack Adams awards come out yet? Like the nominees? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't I, think I, they come out. Is that like the GM? They don't come out till the third round of the no they vote on it before it's not affected by playoffs for whatever no it's not affected by but like i don't know well they're slowly coming out like today the calder came out yeah the the vesna came out yesterday so they do like one every day i think for like the next week or so um it'll be interesting if todd mcclellan's there because i think i saw it on a couple writers or like advanced analytics guys on twitter being like todd mcclellan deserves one we'll see i still think it goes to daryl sledder um probably in a, like a pretty clear sweep yeah. um i think minnesota's coach deserves some credit i mean there's a there's a lot of good coaches i think this year that deserve some credit um but that all that said yeah, it'll be interesting. Do you think Edmonton loses game six? Yes. Uh, I think it depends what it like. I get that McDavid and Drysail combined for like six points or something. But if Still they can, com- yeah, if they can, com- <laughs> <laughs> but if they can combine for like 12 points, <laughs> like, which I think they could, especially in a elimination game. Like- Only if they're given seven power plays. <laughs> power enough. play merchants, Leon Drysail. Literally, when I watch their games and I see that the goals that Leon scores or the passes, I'm like, these are almost always on the power play. Like, that's typically it. Um, okay, so we basically all think Edmonton's kind of sunk unless yeah. they get a prayer. Yes. Is, is that, I think that's pretty embarrassing. Is that true? Oh, fair to say? Yeah. So embarrassing. LA is like, not a good team. Jonathan Quick in net. Like, I think yeah, Holland, that's my should, guy. Holland should be fired. LA without Doughty too, like that's nuts. Um, I think Holland should have been fired before the start of this year, but Holland should be on his ass. Yeah, at the yeah. end of, if they're out this this series. Okay, now on to the East. We'll do Florida Washington first. I wasn't expecting Washington to get two games, almost three. I, I was sad that they didn't go up three one. Um, where do we think that series is going? Seven? Do you think it's going to seven games? It it could Washington up one nothing right yeah. now. Yeah, like oh, Florida hasn't been like again. Washington is not a good team. They're like Dallas, I think. Like old, not very deep. People like, are turning back the clock though on that team. Like TJ Oshie, well, looking sure. But I mean, OV. Florida. I think this just shows that Florida won a lot of three on three overtime games. I don't know if anyone's ever looked at that. They won a lot of three on three overtime games. So, I wouldn't mind I just, Washington going through. I want that I think to be it'd be hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. Florida's done after this, man. Like honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they miss the playoffs next year, and they'd have no first round picks until twenty twenty six. I think. Why would they miss next year? They're coming back with like the same uh, team. I don't know. I think they were lucky this year. A lot of oh, luck. Okay. A lot of beating up on bad teams. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll they see can score. Bobrovsky and Net. Huberto is not going to go down. Barkov is not going so. to go down. If you say so. What has Huberto done in the playoffs? Yeah. Is he not a point per game? Pretty sure. It's four points. It's not, it's not saying much. Let me check. Huberto. Point per game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Carter Verhage is over a point per game. Yeah. Um, that guy was still be there. They Aaron just need goalie. Like, game. 
don't know. I I would be scared with Bob in net, like going out and being like, yeah, Bob's our goalie. Like we're gonna win a cup with Bob as our goalie. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm confident in this guy. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not a good combination. On to um, the next. Toronto, Tampa. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now we'll get back into the show. This is not as good of a series as I thought it was going to be. I will say that first game domination by the Leafs. Second game lackluster effort by the Leafs. Pretty dominated by Tampa. Of course, Toronto got like three goals in the third period. It was still a, a very like, undisciplined game, I would say. Yeah, it was more like it. Um, third game was third game was close, but still like not a penalties. Toronto, really was, up, t- Toronto was up three nothing. Yeah, and they almost lost. They get there was three two. Then they were up. Then they won they five five two five two five two, 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 two on two empty nets. Then it was another domination by Tampa again. Leafs throw some some shots on net, muster up a couple goals, kind of make it look cl- a little bit closer. Time, yeah. No, that was yeah, that garbage. was a poor game. Yeah, that was also a poor game. And then last night, Leafs dominated in the first, got dominated in the first period, and then looked like the dominant team for the last two periods. I don't it just know. hasn't been like two teams going Tampa at Bay it. Just literally stop playing hockey. Okay, John Cooper. Okay, yeah, John Cooper. Toronto stopped playing hockey True. in the first period. You could go either way with those things. Like, yeah, in the first period. Yeah, and then I, I think I mean that's a testament to Toronto. Like John Cooper, Cooper keeps saying these things. I think it's more of like a a strategic play than him actually thinking that the Leafs aren't winning these games. Like Tampa is sixteen and zero in, in the second, or sixteen and zero after a loss for a reason, and yes. it's because John Cooper probably knows how to get his guys motivated to come out for and play, sure. um, especially except in a game apparently. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I was expecting more. I think penalties and the officiating have really hurt this series. It's been like nonstop five on five on four, four on four, five on three, and it like. The third period of last game was the first time where it was five on five. I think the entire time. I don't think there was any penalties, and that was the best period of hockey in the entire series for sure. Like both both ways, Jack Campbell made some great saves. Leafs came back, and and it was like I think a pretty fair period. Um, but I, I don't think it's been great hockey. I think it's just been too many penalties. Yeah, <laughs> and like at least forty percent of the penalties are like this would not have been called in the regular season, or like this is a joke of a call. I don't know. It's like, don't like yeah, it. it's it's playoffs. Come on, yeah. I mean, like, like the the whistle should be. I mean, we've had this conversation all year, and I think the NHL is probably going to be like, see what happens when we call penalties. It's like, well, these guys didn't have eighty two games to adjust to this new criteria. They literally have four or five games, and they were a whole like, new officiating book. Yeah, literally every playoffs is like the opposite of what you're doing. Yeah, it normally goes the other way, but this time it went, no, we're going to call everything like 125 penalty minutes or whatever it is for a skilled team in five games with like only one fight and maybe two 10-minute misconducts. Kind of crazy. That's like 50 penalties, minor penalties. I, What I will say about the Leafs is I think, say what you will about the, the speech, whether that does anything because I think everybody can give a good speech. Um Spezza looks good in that lineup when he plays even the eight minutes that he does. He like that one shift that he had was like the only good shift that they had in the first period. <laughs> and it, that's true. Yeah. It's he's good. good. It, it, he's, he's much better when they're not playing with 
Simmons and Clifford. Yeah. Blackwell was uh, a, a spark on that line last night too. Blackwell's I think great. My only issue is on the road, the Leafs have been matchuped and destroyed. Like the Matthews line, the if you look at the advanced analytics, the Shirelli's line was like 22 scoring chances for versus Matthews like four in those two games in Tampa. And like the fourth line was caved in. Like it, it's not a good look on the road or it hasn't been anyways from like an offense standpoint. So that's what I'm like most worried about. And Vasilevsky, which we want to talk about Vesna goalies and, and goalies not showing up. Vasilevsky. Yeah, he's not shit. showing up. Yeah, he, he's not being good. Yeah. He, like last night they had a goal on five shots. Like I, I get that they ended up with like 17 shots in that period, but they had a goal on one of the first two shots of the second period. And it was yeah. like, holy I mean, that was shit, a deflection. Dude. That was, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he, he it's more the goal that's yeah. like, yeah. wow. He hasn't stolen was, anything. He hasn't yeah. made an amazing save. Like he hasn't done it. David anything. Camp sniped on him three times now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, so I, that gives me it, hope as a Leafs fan, but it also it me, still destroys me that he could show up at any moment. It looked to me like last night, Tampa Bay was like, we've won it twice. And we're just not gonna care anymore. <laughs> like by the end of that game, like that's what it felt like. I don't know. I think Tampa still puts in a really good effort. I don't think they ever give up. I give a lot of credit to their team. I I don't think they played that badly in the second and third period. I think they still got scoring chances. Jack Campbell was just he stood on his head for a couple sequences. And they had eighteen they shots in the first period. At Nick Legale. And seven through the next two, dude. <laughs> like oh, true. <laughs> like it wasn't good. It wasn't great. Some of those were like high scoring chances, though. I still see it going to game seven. Like, I don't know. Just the I Leafs, don't, please, the please, Le- please. <laughs> the, the Leafs tenure, uh, like, record, not so great. History. If, Trust them. If it goes to game seven game. and they lose, they will get booed off the ice. They like <laughs> everything. I, I, I've never seen the ACC this rocking for like the ever. 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 And if they lose, I think they'll get booed off the ice. It will, it will change up real quick. They yeah. have like I feel like after that game, that game three. If performance, I was Dubis, I'd be leaving in an armored vehicle tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> game seven. If I was any of those players, I'd be leaving in an armored vehicle. Like just just show up tomorrow and I'll be happy, man. Like please, please win. I I do like what they're saying. This game means nothing if we don't win the next one or at least win the series. So they're they're saying the right things for the most part. I will say that. The Leafs yeah. have this habit. I mean, we, we spent the most time talking about the Leafs. I'm sorry. I know. We always, we always do this. But they have this habit of after having an incredible performance, they'll just show up the next day and, and shit the bed. It's happened all series. Game one, great performance. Game two, nothing. Game three, great performance. Game four, the worst I've ever seen them play. <laughs> and then they yeah. follow that up with game five looking like garbage coming back and winning. I'm expecting, you know, them to not show up tomorrow. I I was on, I wasn't even watching the game after the first period yesterday. It did look bad. I was like, on, I was like, like it could have no been coming this... back. It could have been six I was nothing. so pissy. I, my parents tried to talk to me and I was Dude, like, we were like, what are we doing in the off season? Trade Marner, <laughs> what potential Marner trade. Trip man. the seat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's on overdrive. I, we're talking about that. They were like, I wonder how many tweets got deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not deleting anything. I'm Yo, standing by my turning stuff. point was so funny when it was Sid, 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 Sid going, I'm so tired of seeing William Nylander or something like that. I've had enough of William yeah. Nylander. <laughs> clown so hard, man. Yeah. Goes bar down. Everyone had the passion, man. The Leafs were buzzing in the second period. I was like, okay, I, I kind of have faith going into the third. And then it happened. And I was like, yeah. my mom went to bed at like 830 and I woke her up three times. <laughs> Goes to bed at eight thirty. She she got food poisoning. She she got food poisoning, so she got sick throughout the day. And uh, this morning, she's like, "I heard you hooping and hollering," and I was like, "I'm sorry, but I'm also not." And she's like, "It's fine." But okay, Carolina, Boston. Carolina is currently up three two. I had Carolina winning in six. Um, almost all of them could be accurate, except right now, at least for me. Except for uh, Pittsburgh, because I didn't have Pittsburgh winning that series, which it looks like they're going to do. Um, Carolina, Boston. What do we think is going to happen there? It's the next game's in Boston. I think it's surprising that I, I think Boston is going to win this one in seven, but I think it's as expected for 
for that team because they don't have um, they don't have goaltending. Swayman and Olmark aren't going to carry it. Nope. They they took a gamble on goaltending in the off season, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. It doesn't seem. New York pitchers two two by the way. Yeah, yeah. Martin Martin gave his jinx. Oh, apparently. Um, New York just scored two quick ones. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you, Ty, you think Boston's going to win in seven? Yes, I hope so. Oh, yeah, true. You're, you just, just hope so. Just because you hate Gary. Man, that's Tony D'Angelo <laughs> throwing the stick at Brad Mart, like trying to stop the goal. That was so corny. Yeah. That was extremely corny. What a loser. I think Carolina wins the next game. I, I think I had Boston winning originally, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have enough faith in them right now. All right, so Ty, our uh, Martin's kind of switching it up. Uh, New York, Pittsburgh. Who do who do we have winning here? Oh, I think Pittsburgh wins tonight. You think Pittsburgh wins in five? I don't think. Okay. I don't think there's any way that they can win three in a row against Pittsburgh. No. No. Yeah, I, like I think Pittsburgh wins the series and likely tonight, but I think they probably win overall. Okay. Cr- okay. Crosby just looks too fucking good. Like that line. Um, it's now three new Rangers, by the way. Yeah, New York's dominating. <laughs> yeah, New York's the shots looking are really good. The shots um, are twenty-two to thirteen right now, as it shows. But yeah, I still, I, I don't know. I, I still like Pittsburgh. All I right. Like Pittsburgh I mean, game. if if Shesterkin can show up for two elimination games, then it's possible. It's possible. possible. He's let in two goals on 14 shots tonight. So I, mean. I know. That's not great. I don't know what's happened to him. He's had a pretty rough last month of the year, didn't he, too? Uh, No, he, he was rough, and then he sorted it out a little bit. Bounced back. Yeah. I think that rough patch, though, ruined his heart trophy chance. Yes. Like I, I, oh, for sure. Because that was when Matthews was going like. Oh, it's now 3 3. <laughs> oh, my God. What's happening? In my game stream game? is so far behind. That means. <laughs> That's. This game's going oh. crazy. I'm I'm on just on TSN. It still shows three two. Um. Oh, that was a yeah. That was bad. <laughs> okay. Well, we're just saying a bunch of history. Anyway, we're watching a live game. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. The next thing that live, we have on our live list. on Friday for these people. <laughs> yeah, live on Friday. Yeah, the game's over. The, everyone's done their feedback. They're getting ready for the next game or game six or whatever. By that point, okay. The next thing we have to talk about is Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz was fired by Lou Lamorello. Everyone was shocked. Literally, no one saw this coming. There was no like. I mean, that's Lou Lamorello's style. Is that he just does what he does, and there's no uh, no leaks. What was I think the most telling part was that he didn't talk to any of the players. According to him, he's like, "Why would I talk to the players? This is my decision." And I'm paraphrasing there. I thought that was but a joke. Like, I actually thought that was like a satire, satirical tweet when I first. But read. he did talk to like he had end of year interviews, right? Like so. He probably gathered a bunch of information from that. That's like, true. That's he probably did ask. But I mean, even then, their season's been done for a while. This is like three weeks late. Yeah. I mean, it, normally that's made the first week of the playoffs, right? It's like a big decision. decision. It would be a big decision. Right? Like firing the guy that's taking you to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, what we were, that's what we were all saying. This guy, this guy takes you to two Western Conference or Eastern Conference finals and then gets fired in the first month. Like he won, he won Lou Lamorello two GM of the year awards for sh- with shitty rosters. Yeah. Like, and we, we, we were critical of those GM of the year awards both the years that Lou Lamorello won because, like, what does a guy actually do other than have, that other than sign really old guys that Barry Trotz carried on the back of his shoulder with the systems on teams that couldn't score but could play good defense. Like that's really all it was. So, Martin, what do you think about the firing? I man, well that that tweet Who's who's banging pots and pans in the background? I know, eh? He needs to shut up. Um <laughs> that tweet that tweet was bad. Uh not bad, uh pretty illu- illuminating, like the ones talking about it was either Barzell or Trotz, and they went with Barzell, which makes sense. You're paying Barzell a lot more than you're paying Trotz. And if there was any problem there, like you have to rely that Barzell is going to be your future and Trotz is yeah. a movable piece. Like there's other coaches that can get you there. Trotz just made that team work. I think they have to do a lot more now 
but obviously they had to do a lot because they weren't in the playoffs and it, they weren't looking good to make the playoffs ever in this past year. So I think they have to, they have some stuff to do in the off season. They have a good goalie in Sorokin coming up and it, the only reason why they ever went this far was because of very trots like, but, but I've, I've like what I understand about hockey is even with a coach like a coach like Barry Trotz, it's hard to stay like that, to stay listening to the same voice. You get stale. Um, it gets, it gets, I don't know. Like the messaging doesn't hit the same. I guess. Why players. was that? Why is that not the case with John Cooper? I think John Cooper is a different breed, to be honest. He's like I like I really like John Cooper. It's probably because he's a lawyer, like an ex-lawyer. So, so I think he's probably a lot smarter than a lot of these coaches, to be honest. Like he's he probably has way more brain cells than a lot of these fucking coaches. Like, um, did he ever play? Like, not at I think a high he just, level. I, no, I don't think he played high level. I think he started coaching pretty young. Actually, the interview with him on Spinning Chicklets. I'm gonna get canceled for saying this. It was actually like pretty good. Um, I remember, I remember where and what where I was listening to it on my drive back from BC, and I was like, "This is just a really good interview." Like, yeah, I enjoyed. Like, it. it was really good. I feel like he's a smart dude. Oh, I, I feel like he's definitely the smartest coach in the league. Like, yeah. I, I don't even really think it's close. I mm-hmm. think even the way he interacts with the media, I think he's one of the very few coaches that actually explains things better about what he's doing even even though most coaches don't give a lot of insights on what they're doing i think you kind of hear him hinting at a deeper level of the game than most people would in an interview mm-hmm. i don't that's just me but i yeah because I, I i'm always curious about how his voice didn't go to dale when they got swept went to a couple of conference finals and then went to win two cups i, I think he just has a hit like his players respect him mm-hmm. probably an insane amount I'm I'm sure his relationship with Stamkos must be pretty fucking tight. Like they're yeah, like because he Stamkos being captain for so long, he's been coached for what ten years. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, but back to Trots, I like a voice like his would probably get stale, and it probably would be, and if you got figured out with the same players, the the same strategy with the same players, like and it was clearly figured out this past year that I think the firing makes sense. Like this team is fucked. (laughs) No prospects. Their, their world, their, you know, their, their coach is gone. They have, you know, a a roster of 30 plus year old players, right? Barzell has been actually really bad since his rookie year. You don't really have help for them. I thought you were going to continue your thought. You just kind of just stop. They're they're done. Like, I think they should go into, like, a kind of rebuild mode. They can't. They've traded away everything for Pajot and Palmieri (laughs) and, you know, sign some long-term deals. Yeah. uh, Okay, so the Islanders are just going to be garbage. For the next yeah, five years. I'm okay with. I I hate the island. It, it finally oh. happened. You know, years of people writing them off. Yeah, they they were so bad this year. And Sorokin put up like an almost a nine thirty save percentage this year. Did I say yeah. Sorokin earlier? Yeah, I might. Have yeah, you did say so. Okay, perfect, perfect. But it's like, yeah, and and they they did have challenges. They faced COVID twice, I think, on the team. They, they okay, started, they also did start the road off like, like 13, twenty, yeah, twenty games on the road this year. Yeah, thirteen <laughs> games on the road, which has got to be challenging. Like they started in a pretty big hole, probably exhausted for the rest of the year. That and they were through. missing before they got shut down for COVID. They missed. They were missing like sixteen regulars within five yeah. games of the season or something. It is now three nothing capitals, everybody. Just so you know. Let's go. Ooh, Let's wow. go. Oh, man, I'm I'm shocked that the Capitals are doing this. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's pretty crazy. Um, but that they fired Trots. A lot of fans were were upset. A lot of like the professional writing community was like, "What? Why did you fire this guy?" But Ty, why do you look so confused? I was gonna say so that I think that. Um... I think that he's done coaching. I think he wants a 
like a, a front a, office a front job. office job. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that too. Mm-hmm. But well, like, I don't know if that they transition well. Like a, a coach, what they do is tactical and they manage players. Like day to day, that's essentially what they like, do. I don't think it's GM. There's like other front office positions, right? So what do you want to do? Like player development, I, like I player relationships. I don't know what other positions there are because obviously we're not behind the scenes. But like, I'm sure you could find something. I guess he's obviously not a dummy. Like I'm, we're yeah. talking about Cooper being really smart. Trotz obviously isn't a dummy with his his systems and stuff. Like he seems like a decently intelligent person. Yeah, so he could do it. Plus, um, all boys he, club, all boys he'll club. He'll, he'll get a position. Maybe Eiserman, maybe Eiserman picks him up, convinces him to coach. That's the other thing. He'll get a coaching job if he wanted yeah. one. If yeah. he wanted one, he's got every vacancy yeah. I'm sure on oh, his and and non vacancy. Oh, like, Neil was talking about it. Like he was like, he, he could easily get five by five. Like, yeah, he's he's that. Las Vegas would probably fire DeBoer in a minute for yes. him. <laughs> yes. San Jose would probably fire – who do they have? Bugner. 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 For yeah. him. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot like, of teams that I think would fire their coach for There's him. like playoff teams in still that would probably fire – like get out and fire <laughs> Fire the coach yeah. and fire him. I was going to say, like, fire Keith, have trots beat them in game six. I, I made that joke. I made that joke after the first game of the last game. I was like, fire Keith, bring in trots right now. I don't know. I don't care what you got to do. Um, okay. Now the Calder Trophy. Um, we found out today that Bunting, Cider, and Zegris are the top three. Who's your vote, Martin? Who do you think should oh, win? Fucking Cider will win this by a mile. Cider wasn't even the best rookie defenseman. I just want to make that very clear. It was Timothy Lilligren who was. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Cider played Ty, every game. I was hating on Timothy Lilligren all year until like the last three games. I told you I needed to write a notes app, official notes app policy. Yeah, but it took you all year to get to that point. Okay, he was garbage at some points. And then Giordano came. Exactly. Like, Cider has been Cider played on a team that gave up 11 goals, 10 goals, 9 goals, 8 goals, twice. Bro, who the fuck did they have in net? Alex Nedeljkovic, who was a Calder nominee last year. Yeah, okay. Nedeljkovic showed his two colors in the playoffs okay. last year. Okay, Martin. Okay. <laughs> I banked hard on Carolina last year in the playoffs, and Nedeljkovic failed me, so that's why okay, Carolina got rid of him. I'm just saying Michael Bunting had the best rookie season. He's the oldest player on his line, sure, but he had the I best I do kind season. of agree with Luke on this one. Like Bunting, definitely big technicality that he's not, not ineligible because he's, he's played like a, a season with like 15 games or something. In the NHL, my issue is less with okay. One, I think it's his line mates that yeah. do a lot of the heavy lifting, and then two, I I don't know if his age is like yes, he's eligible, but either way, I think what he's doing is less impressive, like than a twenty-one year old would with especially on worse teams. Like that's that's it. I I think Bunting's a good player. I think he's really good. I've enjoyed him this year. I just don't think he should get it. And that's, that is primarily due to his age. I will say, I still think he's eligible based on the eligibility. Yes, he could get it, but I just don't. Let's be honest. I don't know. I'm not going to be like a Homer about it. Like I'm he probably I'm just got just... nominated. It'll be cider that wins it. Bunting will yeah. probably come third. Boom, you know, geez. who should have also got a nomination? Raymond. No. Tanner should no. I don't want to say Timothy Lilligren. Tanner Janot. Janot. Isn't it Janot or Janot? I think it's Janot. It's Janot. Yo, is your is your friend eating with like the biggest spoon in the world? I don't know what he's doing in there. Like I can't see him. He's around the corner. By the way, it's now 3-3. I said this. We already knew this. No, TSN. Sorry, TSN has the um, logos wrong on the website. So it shows Washington, Florida, 3-0, but with the Penguin... (laughs) The New York Rangers logo. 
and then that's three funny. three between Pittsburgh New York, but with Florida Washington. So can, I was like, it's good. I was like, Florida scored three goals since Ty said it's three nothing. Can we talk about how trash TSN online website? is? Like .ca, their website, so they're bad. streaming always cuts out like all the fucking time. It's super annoying. Yeah, but they have better uh, panels. They their their content's good. They just have a shitty app and a shitty .ca. Like it, they need to sort that shit out. If yeah. anyone from TSN listens, get on that. On to Darnell Nurse. Yeah, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Yeah, we can skip it. It's a dumb play. Deserves suspension. Yeah, should have been longer. It's crazy how didn't how much like McDavid hates Philippe Deneau and the rest of his team hate Philippe Deneau because last year he kept getting shut down it's, by him. I will say it's crazy how much hate Philippe Deneau gets. Like that guy. That that's the guy that got. Do you remember that awful hit that ended up with the changing of how the boards are, uh, how the glass is structured by the benches? Because oh, that was Patcheretti. Oh, that was Patcheretti. Oh, my bad. My bad. Martin. My bad. Martin. What? Both on Montreal. Both on Montreal. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, Darnell Nurse. I, I just thought like they should have done the same thing as the Kadri incident, which is ban or suspend until the series is over one game or two games. Like I think that I, I like that method of suspension because it means it actually gives it way more valuable value than just one game. I mean, well, I don't know at the same time, Luke, then, it, then you're saying this is actually should be a three game suspension or two game suspension, but we're just going to give it potentially one game instead. Uh, actually what I'm saying is, it should screw over the team as long as possible. Yeah. Well, then screw them over into next season. Then just give it a two-game suspension. He's not coming back for the mm. series in any case. And if they lose, then he misses the first game of the season. I don't know. I don't think that works. I don't. Because I don't when Kadri like got suspended, season suspension. When, yeah, I don't when know Kadri like got suspended, it was it was either a one-game suspension or a three-game suspension, right? Because it went all the way to game. It went from game three yeah. to game seven. I, I I like Luke what what Luke was saying, especially later in the series. Like, yeah, those games have way more value. Yeah, like Game Six and Game Seven for the Oilers are very valuable. Chris games. Russell's got to play tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I just don't like. I don't think I like cross seasonal suspensions. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Especially like, what if they get traded? I don't like. There's a lot of things that could come up. You're gonna be like, I'm gonna yeah. trade for a guy that yeah. is sitting for a game or two. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's really all I had to say. Draft lottery. Uh, Tamp. I mean, Montreal won. We'll do a we'll do a scouting analysis. Yeah, we'll of do Shane, a scouting. Right? We won't have uh, Rachel Dory on this year's podcast this summer to to do it unless, God forbid, she gets fired or something or leaves leaves Vancouver. Um, what are we gonna say, Ty, about Shane Bright? I'd say that he's getting written off a lot because I think people also forget that he missed a full year of development last year. Right, he didn't did. play in the OHL at all. It's really unfortunate because he had a really good, you know his draft minus two season, right? When he was 15 or 16 years old in Kingston, maybe yeah. Martin went and scouted him. Chief scout Martin. Maybe we got to see him. No, I but am not. He was really good. Kingston, Kingston's in a bad spot right now in the playoffs. I think uh, that they're, they're down two one, I believe. I think he got written off because he didn't like light things up. Like people are expecting when someone comes in as an exceptional player. Now in the OHL, they're thinking it's uh, Connor McDavid, right? Yeah blowing the water out john Tavares even right when he was the last thing and aaron ekblad as well but i think we're the last three big ones i think people are writing off shane Wright a bit because he's not blowing the doors off but he still had a great year i'd say yeah i i think he's should i think be he's a clear cut he's a clear cut number one. number one yeah, yeah. He, he like what a lot of people are saying step into the nhl too yeah like, you know, I, th- I think he might be like a prime John Tavares, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what some people are comparing him to. You know, so it helps at, Montreal. It, at worst, it, at worst, you're getting like a Ryan Nugent Hopkins type player, I'd say. Rumors that uh, Ottawa is trading pick seven, and I yeah, hope they do. They're going to trade up and draft another Tyler no, no, Boucher. No, 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 no. no, no. Trade, trade, trade for a player. Trade. Uh, I'm here in Minnesota. Trade for Kevin Fiala. 
One could hope. One could hope. Pray, pray, pray. Okay. Anyway, Martin, that's not the hope, 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 hope. We'll give a whole. Uh, we'll give a whole thing. But anyone writing off Shane Wright, I think, is dumb. But I think next year is the year he wanted to win the draft lottery. Number one or number two, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. The last topic we have is Ty mentioned earlier this week in the group chat that Pierre was fired from Ottawa by this or by the Senators. I thought 100% he was referring to Pierre Dorian because I was like, that would make sense. Pierre Maguire just got there 10 months ago. What's the point? Isn't like, isn't Pierre Maguire like above Pierre? My buddy was saying, I wasn't really sure, but my buddy Nate who follows Ottawa closer than I do. And I go for him for most of my information was saying that Pierre Maguire was more than likely a Melnick hire and, he actually probably didn't even inform Dorian that was happening and Dorian was not impressed by the hiring. Um, this came out last year, like when the hiring happened. So I guess it was just like written in the cards that but, Maguire. But who's out. above Maguire right now? Dorian. Like Dorian. Is, is he? Yeah. Okay. I thought like Maguire was like the, no, the no, no. like a president or something like that. Okay. So, who well, is, is below? Who's below the owner? Like because Melnick's gone. Melnick, like his children are it, technically owners. Yeah, it was an awkward situation because Melnick was owner and CEO of, or like president of the team, right? So we're currently. I don't know if one of his daughters per se stepped in and is the president, um, or like a lawyer is currently president or what. Like that's not really being talked about. Um, but yeah, it, it was probably recommended by Dorian to whoever the president is that, Hey, get this guy the fuck out of this organization. (laughs) He's a plague on society. (laughs) So he, Pierre managed to fuck up one draft, um, and is now out on his ass where he should be. How do you feel about, okay. Yeah. So I made the joke. He drafted Tyler Boucher, but 10th overall last year. Yeah. Signed Michael Delzato to a two-year deal. Traded for Travis Hamanick. Yep. And said, my work here is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think Pierre said his work here was done. He got told his work here was done. <laughs> Which, I mean, this year wasn't going to be very good for them. A number 10 pick is... Uh, could be great, could not be great. Obviously, not a sure, it's, sure it's not a, it's not a surefire thing, right? And obviously, drafting a guy like Tyler Boucher or it's Boucher. Is, is not a good good good, good odds to be a, a sure thing. Um, but what are you gonna do? Ham next here for what like one more year or something. Probably won't be here all year. Del's auto is like a nothing contract to like, it's whatever. It's what, like his moves were whatever. He's gone. Are they on a, the right track, Martin? A, a bad blip on the memory. Um, is yeah. your team on the right track, Martin, making the playoffs next year? Making the playoffs is tough. If you're, if you're writing Florida off though, <laughs> I don't know who you're replacing them with, um, but you're writing Florida off. I'm writing Boston off. Like I don't have much faith that Boston can come back without Bergeron, without Rask, with the goaltending they have not looking great for them. Um, so I, who, who else? Like Buffalo, I think descends. I think Buffalo showed a little more than they are this year, and I think the Sens are on the right track, especially if they do trade this number seven. If can you imagine a Kevin Fiala skating around on that team? I think it looks a lot better. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, yeah. I think uh, Pierre Maguire being gone is good, good yep. for the Sens, bad for TV. <laughs> um, if I think ever... it was going to be the next year if Eugene was still here. I think Dorian's contract is up this year i think pierre would have been gm yeah unfortunate we didn't get to see that <laughs> if he shows up on the tv again bro i swear to god pierre Maguire is the biggest moron in the sport yeah probably. i hope like more than anthony stewart which is sad i'd be something. so mad if tsn gives him a contract or something like i would flip 
I'll never forget when we were when I was watching the Canada versus Russia in the 2009 World Juniors when they tie it up and Gord Miller's like, "Can you believe it?" When Everly scores, with like five <laughs> seconds left to tie the game, and then Pierre McGuire goes, "I can believe it because Russia iced the puck." <laughs> it was like a rhetorical question, Pierre. <laughs> oh, I hate him. I hate McGuire so much. It was a he was a bane of my existence for the past ten months. Um, and you're just worried what he would do next, what he would try to say next and stuff. Yeah. Apparently he was a PR, he was supposed to be PR or something for Ottawa. And he, like he did his uh, initial press conference and you never heard from Pierre McGuire again the whole yeah. year. So like, whatever. That was <laughs> whatever. pretty weird. He was hired, then mummed. Yeah. For a guy that's on TV all the time, like he's definitely media trained so it doesn't really make much sense yeah um okay that's it for this week we'll be back next week with round two previews probably at that point uh we'll we'll know who everyone who's playing in round two probably be a couple days late again like we were this time but uh we got we got decent hockey for the first round i would say um but that's it for this week folks we'll see ya Maybe Eric will be back next week. He said he was going to be here this week and he didn't show up. Classic Eric. I won't be here next week, actually. We're doing it Tuesday. Okay, unless we record on Tuesday, I guess. Um, So I will be. All right, folks. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.